Welcome to Rory Ray's Business Siren Have It All Radio for Women. Hi, this is Rory Ray, and I want to welcome you to today's interview. I have a wonderful, fabulous guest. Her name is Leah Lake. The best thing that you could ever do would be to go to her website so you can see a picture of her, see what she does, and download her free report called Three Secrets to Make Him Fall in Love All Over Again. Watch her video. She's fantastic. She is a love and relationship coach. She's a life coach. and She's a business coach. And she is married with two kids, am I correct? Uh, one, we have a toddler and one on the way. So this is absolutely perfect for us to talk about how to have it all and how you coach women to have it all and how to put all the pieces together. So, Leah, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Rory. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. Well, what I'd really love to start with is what do you consider the number one problem that women come to you with? How to bring their man closer. All right. And tell me a little bit about what happens in the relationship that you find over and over and over again. Well, the women who come to me, they're actually, they're very successful in their work lives. Ah. And it's crossed over into their relationship and so their man has become distant and they want to get the passion back, get the romance back, get all the love back. Do you find that it's that their success in work inhibits or damages the relationship in in some way that you work with? Or is it just, how does it work for a successful high-energy woman? I don't think that um, her success damages the relationship, but the way uh, her energy that she's gone about doing it doesn't work with her man. And so we're used to pushing and really going after things. So in the workplace, that works, and yet... If with her man, if she can pull back, stop pushing, and also do that in work, I find that it transforms work and her relationship with her man. Tell me more about that. Suppose I come to you and I go, help, Leah, I'm, you know, making six figures, I'm managing a whole department of guys, and I can't for the life of me get a, get past three or four dates, you know, or my, or my boyfriend is backing off. What? What do we do? <laughs> okay, great question. So with with her man, women, they typically come to me with a man in the picture. So whether she's married or dating, with her man, the first four weeks we, that we work together, we undo the damage. So I have her lean back, which is, a Roy Ray term, and so she doesn't. She stops doing everything, and this typically creates almost instant changes in the relationship. And when she starts doing this with her man, that energy transforms all, and also goes into the workplace. Where, and I actually know this from personal experience as a firefighter. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> 
Tell me how if you could possibly be a firefighter and lean back. Okay. Well, when we're more in our bodies, we're in tune with our intuition. So we, instead of like, um, okay, here's a, a phrase that we used to say all the time, slow is fast. So instead of running around frantically or really or acting out of like this urgent energy, when you stop and you actually you're in the moment and you're really present, that's another tool, being present, you're really present, the way in which you do things, you actually get things done quicker, safer, and it becomes the things you're doing are easier. So you're saying even surrounded by the urgency of fire. Yes, and you and trained to be present with that fire in some way and not try to hurry to rush to save people but instead to do what? To move slowly to to make sure that every move counts, everything um for us was calculated. So we were trained to make sure we had um, all these trigger points to look out for. So I don't um we would so you know, if the wind switched directions or if the temperature rose a few degrees, that was our our sign to say, Okay, what's going on? And for us as women, when our when we notice our feelings and we're present in our bodies, we can, okay, I'm, I was feeling really happy and secure. Now I'm not. What's going on? Is it my intuition or is it fear-based? Ooh. Tell me more about that. <laughs> okay. Um, I kind of feel like I'm jumping around here. But um, so the our intuition is guiding us. It's trying to keep us safe. So it's fear but when we follow the fear, we get into trouble. If we can stick with um, knowing, learning how to know if it's our intuition, then we know when it's safe to to move forward or to, to not move forward. And with um, with women, with our man or work, when we're in our bodies and we're present, then we have those intuitive hits of, okay, this this is something I need to do or or not do. Are you telling me that you had an advantage as a firefighter? And you were a, a wilderness firefighter, right? You were on the ground and is that correct or were you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was on an elite fire crew of helicopter repellers. So we were oh dealing, dealing with rep- helicopters and repelling and the fire. Are you saying that as a woman you had an advantage? Do the men use their intuition also? They, so men are, they are different than we are. Um, <laughs> so there was, there's also a saying that a man might think quicker or have, you know, move quicker. So a man can get you out of a situation quickly, but a woman may not put you in that situation to begin with. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And, and it's just this well-known thing, but it, it, we would laugh about it at work. Um, 
But yes, women. Did she get respect from the men on the crew? Yes. Okay. So this was this is a really great question because I noticed I was very aware. I noticed the women who came into the profession trying to be like the men, trying to be um, to compete with them. They didn't respect. But if you go going in as a woman and being a woman and knowing that you you're you can still do the job without pushing without trying to prove anything without um trying to yeah i think it's the competition there is no competition you just you do your job and you do it well and and then the men respect you and you're actually working as a team so everybody's got each other's back Yes, <laughs> yes, and just like, I mean, other, men have their strengths and weaknesses, and it's not the same as another man, same with with women, too, and I, um, the men actually preferred at least one woman on the crew. It seemed to balance out the testosterone, so they actually preferred women on the crew. Oh, my gosh. They actually appreciated this intuitive softness. And yes. didn't see this weakness, they saw it as giving them a little heads up to what's happening up ahead, sort of? Um, they saw it as this, like, there's not, it kind of took away some of the comp, depending on the woman. If a woman was trying to be super competitive, it didn't, it, it didn't work within the the team. But if she was able to be a woman and to still feel confident in what she could do and what she couldn't do, then it brought, like, a a wholeness to the crew. So she didn't, you didn't defer or do anything that, you know, we're talking about, you know, damsel-like. You didn't do anything like that, right? You didn't no, like you're giving no. anything up? I, this is, like, the most awesome thing I can imagine, Leah, what you're telling me. I mean, I want to read a book about what everything I learned about love I learned as a firefighter. Um, please do that and let me know. <laughs> um, because if you could do that in a fire crew, in an urgent situation like that, then any woman can do it in the boardroom, mm-hmm. and any woman can do it as an entrepreneur or in conferences. In you can train women to do that. I, I as working in in this whole new field that I am talking about now, having it all as a business siren is about just what you're talking about, that the model of how to lean in Mm -hmm. to work is flawed, and that's why we're all so uncomfortable with it, that you lean lean in because you climb, you rappel down the helicopter and you land on the ground. You put your equipment on and you do it. Yes. And you move forward, and you're walking forward, but what's going on in your whole body is completely different. Yes, I have goosebumps hearing this. Yes, Yes. and they all are not, uh, they're not like separate, they're operating at the same time. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. All right, so um, I wonder if a martial artist who's a man works this way or a martial artist who is a woman, how she works. I'm going to find somebody like that to interview the same way. It just strikes me that, so and then knowing this, 
And you have clients then who are women who are CEOs and lawyers and doctors and managers and entrepreneurs who are still in that realm of trying to operate like men and mm-hmm. push. So, and so it's flopping over to their love life. So what would you have me do to, um, to reverse this completely and start melding it more? Okay, great, great question. So one of the things is to know when you we feel like we're pushing or when we're actually being in our body moving forward. So thinking, thinking, strategizing, trying to make things happen, which is the masculine energy, and yet it it also gets amplified when we're pushing to try and get something done. And it is just being in your body, being aware of your surroundings, and and still being able to move forward. It's a completely different energy. So the the not put the re, knowing when you're pushing and when you're not pushing is a big. What is? Uh, we used to talk about this a lot when I was an actress and a director. The beginning actors push, demonstrate anger rather than feel it in their body and then let it out in a completely different way. How how do I know when I'm pushing? Because I'm a type A woman. I could be a worker. I could work 24 hours a day and, you know, catnap. How do I know when I'm pushing? By how you feel. So mm-hmm. when we feel, when we feel... Um, so when we feel a sense of urgency, when we feel anxious, when we feel anger and we want to do something, that's when yes. we're pushing. How do I do uh, something without pushing? Okay. So then I have, I have her take her focus off of whatever. So if she wants, why isn't he calling? Why? Why isn't he initiating? Why he said this to me? I can't even stand it. Okay, I want you to take a deep breath, and I want you to be there. So right now, Rory, you can do this with me. I'll do it with okay. you. So just, I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to feel your feet on the floor. I want okay. you to, to imagine the energy of the earth coming up through your feet. This is... The tree trunk tool is one of yours. So it's coming up through your feet, through your legs, your belly, your chest, all the way out through your head. Tell me how that feels. Feels good. I feel, I feel strong, but more importantly, I feel like something's moving through me. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, In a sort of effortless way. Yes. And, and so for all the women listening, if you can do, to do this and then to make a choice to go take a bath, go for a walk, go into a different room, and when you start feeling better, then our intuition kicks in. And then we can make a choice from there. And I typically have a list for the women that, that I work with of what they can do to to not call him, not push for an outcome. Ooh, ah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to say, then I get emails or um, updates of like, oh, my gosh, well, 
he didn't, you know, he hadn't made reservations for Valentine's Day. And then after I did that, he called me and um, he's, he said he had reservations, like something like that. <laughs> something that was, he stepped up. Yes. As soon as she was able to pull back, not push for anything, he was more than willing to make her happy. Okay, so this definitely covers the love part of having it all. And just to recap, for me, having it all, the whole business siren thing is to have a meaningful career, work that you love, fulfilling your purpose on the planet, and having love. I mean romantic love, that part where we feel touched and loved. And the family, that that's part of the whole thing that involves actually the work and the purpose on the planet for me. It doesn't have to do with the love coming at you all the time. So would you be willing to tell me in your own relationship how you manage that? I mean, you're an entrepreneur. You're hard driving. I I know that. You uh, become successful uh, and totally in demand within uh, a year that I've known you. So how did your husband tolerate your... um, your energy around your entrepreneurship. Okay. And how do you this. switch back and forth, or do you switch, or what do you do? Okay. Um, yeah, I love all of this. So for me, it is all about energy, and so whether I don't consciously switch from being one way to being another way, I'm either pushing or I'm not. I'm... Uh-huh. Um, I'm there, I tr- like being present to me is feminine. So I'm present with my husband, I'm present in my business. I don't have certain hours that I'm just business or I'm this way or I'm that way. It is all energy and the more present I am, the the better everything is. <laughs> and I'm not perfect at this by any means, but that is what balances me. How are you in your feminine non-pushing energy when you have to sit and write a sales letter or a sales page and link up a bunch of client funnel pages together and launch a product and take care of that stuff. How how do you not push when you're in that space? I find that I write better when I'm – so for me, being present is feminine energy, and yet I'm writing and I'm doing things, and I I – I haven't really thought this out too much of what is what, but I write better if I'm not pushing for, okay, I have to hurry and get this done. Um, and I I actually, I don't like the feeling of pushing, so yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, I don't find the results are what I want when I do that. So if... If it's late and I really wanted to get something done, and I, I, I do, I check in with myself. Is it worth? Do I need to do it now, or can I wait till tomorrow? And then I go with that answer. And typically, I wait till the next day to do something if, if it's already that late. I don't overwork myself that way. It's not beneficial to anybody. No, <laughs> so, especially not the baby on the way. <laughs> nope. So I really do. Self-care is super important to me. Um, and I find that this is interesting, that um, going to the pool or going having fun, going skiing when I could, 
I always either had a, someone emailing me to want to sign up or buying my ebook. I was making money whenever I was having fun. <laughs> so it's as though they could feel that your energy in a different place and leaning into them and caring whether or not they bought it. Yeah, yeah, like caring too much or like becoming, you know, needing someone to sign up or needing anything to happen. The more I can not push and have fun and be present, that and that is what I believe has fueled my success, so to speak. Do you find your work fun? What do you? What, how do you motivate yourself if if um, you're not in the mood? Um, well, this is a really great question. I I do feel like if I'm not in the mood, I'll go do something else and come back to it, and then I I do feel inspired. Um, So I don't push. I really don't. It's a matter of finding a way to inspire yourself, not just making yourself sit down and do it. Yes. I I don't just... Uh, make myself do anything, um, but uh, things get done. They still get done. And with my husband, I do. I married the most amazing man for me. I know. Uh, I dated a lot. I did all the circular dating, and he is. I think you wrote a blog post about this, and you brought up that you only know like a few men, like Evan Pagan your husband, who are sensitive, caring, and completely masculine. And my husband is all of all of that. He's sensitive and caring, and he wants me to succeed. <laughs> and he's very supportive of what I'm doing, and um, but I'm not, I don't, I, I think we just work well together. Do you talk about your work with him at all? I talk about ideas, like about right, like doing programs or um, how to grow the business and what he, getting his take on things, um, because I don't want it to take over. Ah, because he, he's in it too, so it's not just about just what I want, I guess. Does he talk to you about his work? He does. He does. We're, um, well, yeah, because we talk about our future and what we see happening and what we'd want to have happen. And he's, <laughs> I could go on and on. I'm, so. That's brilliant what you just said. That, the, to me anyway, because, you know, I, we're all of us here in the same boat. We have meaningful work and we have a meaningful relationship and there's only so much time and energy. And everybody feels they have to shift and segregate and compartmentalize. And what I want to teach and what I hear you saying works for you is, no, you're just expanding the whole package. And that intuitionally you feel compelled to do the appropriate thing at the appropriate moment. But what the brilliant thing that you said was that the relationship encompasses 
so such a big place of you each being your best, biggest self that discussing what you both do is not a part of like, oh, you're discussing your autoresponders with him and he's discussing the technical aspects of what he does. You are discussing the work as a purpose for the whole relationship. In other words, it has a fit. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's what I heard you say. So write about that too, please. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just, uh, I can't say enough about you, Leah. Uh, your whole success has just been awesome because you uh, get such incredible results. The feedback that I've received from you is just insane. Uh, how fast you're able to not just get a guy back or get a guy for a man, but how you're able to get a woman to quickly appreciate herself and move forward on all fronts of her life. And the fact that you know how to do business as an entrepreneur is such a plus because for so many of us, that part of the equation is so mysterious and confusing. And because we don't feel we can grasp the technology of things, we tend to shy away from it. And I think that's what Sheryl Sandberg was talking about in Lean In. And I think that what you're talking about here is the cure. It's a solution. Is there anything oh. else uh, you'd like to share about any of this or how you see women being able to have it all, regardless of what anybody thinks about that possibility? Um, well, I would like to say about having it all is that growing up, I remember thinking I needed to marry a man who made a lot of money because I wouldn't work. <laughs> and so, and that I would just stay home and raise kids. And then as I got into my 30s and I didn't have kids and like, oh, maybe I do need to you know, think about a career, not just be a firefighter. And I was, as a firefighter, I was waiting for a man to save me and to, you know, come in and take me away from that. And it wasn't until I made the choice to, to not be a firefighter anymore and to move towards my dreams and goals that my husband showed up. How did your dreams and goals start to filter in? <laughs> Can you repeat that? <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. Oh, um, I, I, what I wanted to ask is, how did your dreams and goals start to show up for you? Okay, so we, yeah, when I so I was fighting fire, and I was. Um, we had been camping out for weeks at a time. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What, what, what do I want to do? And I've always been, I, I wanted to be some kind of coach or help women in some way. I just didn't know how. I didn't know what it looked like. And so I actually started going to school to for skincare and things like that. And while I was going to esthetician school, I had all these women start talking about their relationships <laughs> and I had already oh. been practicing your stuff for about five years so I'm like oh well let's do this or that or I stop doing this <laughs> try talking to him like this and I just and then right about that time you offered your pilot program and so things just started lining up 
and it's just been taking off ever since. Once again, the feminine intuition led you to your dreams, and it doesn't sound like anything got pushed. Yes, yes, no, it didn't get pushed, and I, but I do believe it had, it started with me taking care of myself, not waiting for a man to come and save me from my life. That is so key. When you say the whole concept of a woman who's rappelling down from a helicopter into a forest fire and, and with an elite group, even harboring any bit of a feeling of wanting a man to come and save her seems like such an impossible combination. And yet I think that's exactly what we're all dealing with. I mean, how yeah. is this even possible that you could be so powerful on this one level and then feel so weak on another? I know. I know. And I don't have the answer. <laughs> I th- I think it's, you know, just something ingrained in us from before our birth and the way we're, what we're all taught. Somehow we think we can do something major in one area, but then we can in the other. Yes, yes. Sacrifice. Like, yes, yes. Like I couldn't have a career that I loved and still and have, like I couldn't have it all. I either had to have a career that I loved or a man, but not both. And yet, once you let go of that concept, then it all showed up. Yep, yep. Uh, thank you so much, Leah. You opened up so many points of conversation. I hope we talk more and more and more about this in many ways because I think you have a key to this, uh, some serious keys to this. And I wish I had some videos of you rappelling down the helicopter <laughs> and then finding the man of your dreams. I mean, such a larger view of having it all, I don't even know of. This is awesome. You are awesome. And thank you so much for talking with me here. Oh, Roy, this was so fun. Thank you so much. For you are so welcome. Me. And everybody, go to lealake.com, L-E-I-G-H-A-L-A-K-E.com. Download her wonderful freebie. Three Secrets to Make Him Fall in Love All Over Again, and talk to her about having it all. She's also a business coach, and she really knows how to do all of the tech stuff and stay soft for love. It's an amazing combination. You're a terrific woman. Thank you so much, Leah. (laughs) Thanks, Rory. Bye-bye. Bye.